0: Hello and welcome everyone to a sports ethos fantasy baseball podcast called It's Gone. I'm your host Britton Allen. Today is June the 19th, the day after Father's Day, so I want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day. I know it was yesterday, but this is the first time that I've spoken to y'all since my last pod, so happy Father's Day. Uh, And to my father too, Michael F. Allen. I have to get a shout out to the kindest, most generous, wonderful father in the entire world. I love you, Big Mike. Thank you for everything. But today we are going to talk about waiver wire ads for the week. And I've got some players that I absolutely love. I have picked them up in my leagues everywhere I can. I bid on them. I grabbed him on the waiver wire. So I'm extremely excited to talk about these guys. But first, I would be remiss if I did not say, well, y'all, please follow Sports Ethos Baseball on Twitter. That's where they post my podcast. They post the Fantasy MLB Today podcast starring the wonderful Joe Arrico. Shout out, Joe and all the other great content it's blowing up at sports ethos. So if y'all could follow at ethos fantasy BB, please give them a follow. So you'll see everything in, in your Twitter feed that's being posted. And if you would uh, please give me a follow too. It's just my name, Britton Allen, B R I T T O N A L L A N. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. So, Let's get right to it because, man, I love this guy. His name's Nick Prado for the Kansas City Royals, first baseman. He's also outfield eligible in some places like Fan Tracks. Uh, he's also got that outfield eligibility, and I love it because I can put him in just about everywhere. But uh, the reason why he's getting full time plate appearances, like and batting leadoff against righties against lefties. Now, Nick Prado sat yesterday, but that was just a day off. They started Matt Duffy and, um, because Prado had literally had like 18 consecutive starts. So they were giving him a break on Sunday. So, uh, the ultra hype, super talented prospect. Y'all know Vinny Pasquantino, AKA Vinny P, AKA Italian breakfast. That sounds delicious, but, uh, yeah, Vinny P, uh, I'm sorry. He went on the IL. He's going to be out for the year. He's going to get surgery. I'm sorry, Vinny. Uh, everybody loves you. You're a great hitter, but you'll be back next year better than ever. But in the meantime, we have Nick Prado, who was a prospect in his own right of 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 repute. Uh, but, you know, with Vinny P gotten called up, he kind of got lost in the mix. But now Nick Prado is on Full display, dominating plate appearances at first base, and as I mentioned, a batting lead off against righties and lefties. Heck yeah! And unfortunately, you know, no disrespect to the Kansas City Royals, but they are one of the worst teams uh, in baseball. It's just not their year. I had high hopes for them too. I I like Kansas City. I like. Uh, barbecue. I like Arthur Bryant's. I like Kevin Hastings. Shout out Kevin. I like all things Kansas City, but unfortunately, it's not their year. So Nick Prado is going to get full run at first base. He's a great corner infield guy. If you've if you've got somebody like I do in my corner infield, who I targeted in all not all my leagues, but a lot, Mister Rowdy telez Let's get. A little bit rowdy, R O W A D Y. He is not rowdy at all. He is being platooned. No, being platooned. I can't. I can't start a pl- platoon bat. I mean, because the in a twelve team league. I mean, you know the the other teams. They've got uh, Paul Goldsmith at first. Uh, you, know, you know, like the, he's playing every day. Like I'm at a severe disadvantage. If I'm playing Rowdy Talese, who, I mean, I don't blame the Brewers for for sitting him against lefties. He's got a 500 OPS against lefties. You can't start that, man. What a bummer. So if you're like me and you've got a Rowdy Talese platoon issue going on, you just got to cut it. I know I, I targeted him too. He played great for the Mexico team, Team Mexico and the World Baseball Series Classic or whatever. He played well, but, man, it's just not working. And sometimes, especially in a 12-team league, and hopefully in a 10-team league, you already cut him, but in a 12-team league, excuse me, man, you just got to let him go because that platoon stuff isn't going to work. It's actively hurting you platoon Oliver Stone style. What up, Sergeant Barnes, you psychopath, you shooting your own guys, whatever, man, and – on top of that, what, what a rant. <laughs> anyway, it's about – sorry, Rowdy. Uh, yeah, just got to let you go. Pick up Nick Prado. And another thing, too, about Roddy Talese, and then I'll I'll move on. But, oh, Rowdy Roddy, uh, Jesse Winker is coming back. Oh, gross, man. Uh, Jesse Winker? And he's going to further muddy up the Brewers' playing time at DH. People like Jesse Winker. I never understood it. I don't get it. But, so – We got a Jesse Winker problem and a Talese problem. I'm like, how about no? How about no problem? I'll cut you guys and start my man, Nick Prado. Let's go, Nick. I think he's going to be good. So uh, we also, I've got some other players to talk about. And as excitable as I was about that whole Prado, Talese, Oliver Stone situation, I'm even more excited about my man, Gavin Williams, starting pitcher for the Uh, Guardians. He's the number 17th ranked overall MMLB pipeline prospect. He's a stud. Uh, Unfortunately, if you missed out on like the, the Emmett Sheehan, the Andrew Abbott, and some of those other Bryce Wills, you know, some of those other big time names that come up, this is the guy. This, other than Grayson Rodriguez, but you know, everybody knows about Grayson. He's been up, been set down. He'll probably come up again, but this is the guy to get early because it looks like the uh, Guardians are down to a four healthy rotation. They have the day off today, Monday, Uh, I believe it's today or maybe tomorrow, but they're they're not in a bind yet, but they're about to be because Tristan McKenzie, love you, love you, stick, but he is on the IL. He's going to be gone for a while, folks. Elbow, elbow inflammation. I'm not going to say the TJ word, but we'll we're we're not looking good on the Tristan McKenzie situation. So you gotta you gotta make plan B and C and D. And I love Gavin Williams. He is a stud, six foot six. 23 years old his triple a numbers are great tiger frosted flakes tiger style great with a 2.39 era a 0.98 whip and listen to this baby 60 innings pitched 81 strikeout that means your stuff is good gavin i love it He's not long for AAA, and I, you know, maybe they call up Hunter Gaddis. Oh, be still my heart, Evan Gaddis. What, I'm not Evan? Hunter Gaddis, not Hunter Gaddis with D's, not Evan Gaddis with the D's. Remember Evan Gaddis? I, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, he played for like the Astro. He was a catcher. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! But no, I'm talking about Hunter Gaddis, the uh, pitcher for the Guardians. All right, so the Guardians brought up Tuki Tassant, disaster, sent him back down to the minors. They have a long man called Cody Morris. Cody's good, but they had to send him back down too. And they've got a, the Guardians have an open date, meaning they have all their sets, their starters set except on 6 22, June 22nd. That's a date where they either have to do a bullpen game, or they're going to call up Gaddis, or they're going to call up Gavin Williams. Now, The Guardians have had a slow start to the season, that's true, but that's central, man. I mean, you know, White Sox, I mean, they they can go on a run. Um, Jose Ramirez is starting to heat up. I love Jose. So, I don't know if they're going to bring up Hunter Gaddis, but I'm stashing Gavin Williams everywhere because he is the dude, he is the last... Truly elite prospect that's probably going to be called up this year. He's top 20 in everybody's prospect list. Gavin Williams uh, for the Guardians. Man, I was in Hunter Gaddison, you know, uh, no shame on it, man. Uh, I wish you the best, but his ERA in the minors is 6.31 with a 1.6 whip. His last AAA start was June the 15th. He went two innings and gave up three earned runs. No offense, Hunter, man, but That's not going to work uh, if you're in the minors. So, and that's what your deal is. So, uh, it makes perfect sense to bring up Gavin Williams. Will they do it? I don't know. But uh, he has nothing else to prove in the uh, triple A minor league system. So, go stash Gavin Williams because he is good and he has a legit chance of being an impact starting rotation. And you know, the guardians, the Cleveland guardians, for some reason, <laughs> uh, and I know it's not like they have the same pitching coach for the past 10 years, but man, they, they know how to, they know how to handle pitchers and get in. And so we'll see with, uh, uh, if the Gavin Williams can come up and be successful, but I think he will be because man, he's killing it in triple A, just mowing people down with the heart of stone, Gavin, Gavin stone. Gavin Williams, not Gavin Stone. He's the other He's the other <laughs> Dodgers pitcher. But anyway, all right, two other, like, impact players. So uh, I need saves. We all need saves, and closers are uh, fickle as to say the least. So let's talk about closers. I, I don't know if y'all look, but hello, Jordan Hicks. Uh, he is closing games. He's got back-to-back saves for the St. Louis Cardinals. Ryan Helsley was the Cardinals uh, closer. He was kind of having an up and down year. He got put on the IL and everybody, including myself, thought Giovanni Gallegos would step right in. But no, sir. No, sir. It's been Jordan Hicks with that golden arm, that 100 mile per hour gas. Woo, man, he's good. Well, like I said, he's locked in. He's got back-to-back saves for the Cardinals, and I don't know. Maybe it's because my, my grandparents uh, lived in St. Louis, so I kind of have a special place in my heart for St. Louis. It's the first ever uh, baseball, Major League Baseball game I ever went to. It was with my grandfather, RIP Marty Marisek, at Old Bush Stadium in St. Louis, but I think the Cardinals are going to turn it around. I just do. Veteran leaders like Arnado and Goldschmidt, And I know it's not necessarily the offense. It's probably more the pitching, but I just don't know. Like the Cardinals just have a history of success. I think they're going to turn it around. And if you've got the closer for the Cardinals, Jordan Hicks, you can rack up a bunch of saves off a guy on the waiver wire. Like he's not that roster. I I, I was looking at it. I went in my uh, fan tracks, one of my fan tracks seems, and picked him up. I was like, heck yeah. But, um, Uh, the the door is about to close on Jordan Hicks for the Cardinals. So if he's still out there, go grab him. Another closer I wanted to talk about is Alex Lang for the Detroit Tigers. And unfortunately I got to go negative here. Um, Not because he's doing well, because he's doing really poorly. And I mean bad. And yesterday was an epic disaster. It looked like, I don't know if y'all saw it, man. It it looked like Ricky Vaughn from major league before he got glasses like that. I don't think he knew where the ball was going. Nobody knew. I mean, it was like a downright dangerous situation for the hitters. I mean, they step in the box and they're going to get zinged. Uh, You just – I don't know what's going on with Alex Lang. I've got him on a bunch of my teams. I have to bench him until he gets it figured out. And I can't afford to bench him, but I've got to – but uh, so the setup man for the Tigers, and this is why I was bringing it up, because the setup man for the Tigers is Jason Foley. In this particular game yesterday, he is he came in to clean up the mess, and then he uh, it, this this was in the eighth inning, and then he had a clean ninth to get the save. So Foley all year, all year has been lang's setup man uh the bridge but the bridge between the eighth and the ninth and he's been performing well so jason foley is someone that i've added everywhere i can uh while lang they've got to get him sorted out Uh, i hope he comes back but in the meantime if you are desperate jason foley is going to be the closer for the tigers and i hope lang gets straight man uh because he's got the stuff but he needs to go i go get those glasses with what were the what were the where were the, the, the Ricky Vaughn had the little cross you know skull and cry you know the the no quarter pirate whatever thing yeah I don't know what he needs but yeah so if you're desperate go pick up Jason Foley for the Detroit Tigers he's gonna close games for a while and I would never end anything on a negative note Alex Lang unfortunately so I'm gonna do my favorite super sneaky sleeper for deep leagues on a positive note, because I love baseball. I love stories like this. There's no other game like it. I just, I love guys like this. It is Zach Remillard. There's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. My apologies, Mr. Remillard, but for the Chicago White Sox, his name is Zach R E M I L L. ARD, I'm going to say Remillard and just hope for the best there, Zach. but So he got called up and proceeded to win the game for the White Sox at Seattle on Saturday. He's 29 years old, a career minor leaguer. This is his major league debut. They brought him up because Yom Moncada now uh, is back on the IL, and there's something wrong with Tim Anderson, I, I, you watch him play. I don't know if it's mental, if it's health, he's hiding an injury. I'm I, I saw the other day that he's got a shoulder injury and he might go on the IL. He might not, I guess they're going to let him take a minute and decide that. But in the meantime, so Zach Remillard was playing second base. He can play short. He, he can play anything. He's 29 year old minor leaguer. Uh, he can probably be a pitch for them. If, <laughs> if the Chicago White Sox needed it. So Zach Remillard is on the White Sox. Do you know where they they started him yesterday with Tim Anderson hurt? They batted him second in the lineup. I love it. You go, Zach Remillard, 29-year-old minor leaguer. One day you wake up, and I don't know where the AAA Chicago White Sox, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the next day you wake up, you're batting second for the Chicago White Sox, uh, I love it. So I'm rooting for him. Um, uh, seven major league at bats. He's got three hits. So let's go, Zach Remillard. Uh Like I said, he he's going to. I think he's only second base, but he's going to qualify everywhere because he plays everywhere. So he's one of my favorite guys to keep a uh, to keep an eye on just in case if Tim Anderson goes on the IL. All right, so Elvis Andrews will, will be short. Uh, Zach Remillard will play second, full time plate appearance. Oh my gosh, that's second, batting second in the Chicago White Sox. Heck yeah, why not? Why not, Zach Remillard? Let's go, man. Uh, I, I hope, I wish him the best. So please keep your eye out on one of these crazy fun baseball stories. Uh, Zach Remillard for the Chicago White Sox. Go get him, my friend. I'm rooting for you. All right, so I love these guys. I love Nick Prado, first baseman for the Royals with Vinny P out, batting leadoff against lefties and righties. If you've got a CI who's got a platoon issue, cut that guy loose and go get Nick Prado. Get those full-time at-bats and accumulate those stats. And I also love Gavin Williams, the star Stud prospect for the Cleveland Guardians. I think he's going to get called up to start against Oakland at home on June the twenty second. They have a uh, starting lineup place a uh, position open with Tristan McKenzie on the IL. Tuki Tasant got optioned. Cody Morris got optioned. It's either him or Hunter Gaddis, and you, you can't you can't tell me you can't tell me that Hunter Gaddis deserves that spot over gavin williams so go get gavin uh jordan hicks is a closer for the cardinals with back-to-back saves looking good and i think the cardinals are going to make a run this second half back to respectability are they going to win the division probably not but they're going to come back and i bet they finish over 500 would be my my crazy guess but uh jason foley also under the radar deeper leagues uh, Alex Lang for the Detroit Tigers, epic meltdown. That guy's going to need a break. So Jason Foley is the guy that's going to sneak in there and grab some saves, I bet, for the Tigers. And then, of course, my <laughs> my shout-out to all us regular guys out there, Zach Remillard, Remillard for the Chicago White Sacks, second baseman, third baseman, outfield, whatever you need. Uh, if Tim Anderson goes on the injured list, look for Zach Remillard to pick up some playing time, full-time at bats. Super sneaky. I know. I get it. You're like, what, Zach? Man, give me a break. But look, crazier things have happened, Frank Schwindel. Uh, You never know. You never know. So uh, I hope I'm hoping for the best. So those are my guys uh, for this week to get. I'm excited about all of them and I look forward to talking to y'all next week. Have a great week. And I'm on the Palazzo podcast as a regular moving forward. Uh, we record on Friday. We uh, y'all know Michael Govier and uh, my friend Mike from uh, NKB fantasy. Uh, so we're going to do that show. If you can come hang out live on Friday, that'd be great. Just follow uh, the Palazzo podcast. So I'm really excited about that. If, if y'all could join us, that would be Awesome. But if not, that's cool. And I will talk to y'all later. Have a great week.